If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. Where I am Beth. And I'm Brian. And we are at the end of the year 2019. End of the decade. Whoa, I didn't even think about that. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, we're starting a new decade. In the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I forgot what episode that was. And that is so, like, it sounds like the fucking future. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it, remember it when you were like, the year 2020, whoa, right. it's never gonna, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> right. And I know you're not a nerd like I am, but like all the sci-fi movies that are like, this takes place in the year 2020, and we're like, oh, oh yeah. we're gonna have robots and spaceships, and <laughs> nope. No, not even nope. a little bit. No, nope. we just like, like licking ass now. Right. We like we got <laughs> robot vacuums and licking ass. That's <laughs> right. That was a great meme you posted the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> the Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, <was> so hilarious. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What was life like before memes back then? I don't know. You know, it, it's like funny because. That. You see all these memes that are like relevant to 1980s, you know, like all the Hulk Hogan memes that are coming oh, out. Yeah. And it's like, man, what did we do? Like, we've got catching up to do, but what did we do before memes? Right. Did we, did we communicate or something? Like, I know. I was just thinking about that because I saw this billboard in town and it was like this girl who's, uh, so she manages another property in town, but she's also a realtor for this company called Western Carolina Rentals. I really shouldn't have given them a shout out that way, but yeah. whatever. She's pretty don't cool. So, them. yeah. So, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. No, no, I'm just kidding. They're all right. Uh, they're they're our least uh, unlikable uh, competitor, I guess. You could say. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, so uh, literally on her billboard, it just says "Text Morgan" at da 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 da. <laughs> it's like. It's not even like call. There's no email. There is no website. It's just text Morgan. Hmm. It's like, okay, we're down to just texting now. We're not even phone calling businesses. Nope. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Uh, last week, we talked about sexy sex toys for those on your naughty list because it was our Christmas episode. and That's right. Uh, we also got each other some pretty rad Christmas gifts. No doubt. Did you get a chance to wear your socks yet? Uh, yes, obviously. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did you get any compliments? Uh, actually, no one has been at work because, um, yeah, it's like the holiday time. So you I've literally. Pe- <laughs> you mean people get off work? I give my employees time off and oh, I go fuck. in personally. Which works out great for me because I can avoid my family and <laughs> <laughs> strategically avoid my family, avoid holiday traffic, come back, and then it's like I'm still off because nobody's there. Oh, that's a good point. I bet you get so much done, too. I literally got so much fucking done. And not only that, but it was so enjoyable. Like, Dutch came in with me every day. He just, like, laid on the couch in the lounge and... We watched somebody was logged into their Disney Plus in the lobby. And so I literally (laughs) just got to watch like all the old school. Like we watched Lady and the Tramp, both the old school one and the new live version one. Gotcha. And if you're counting, that was two burps. And (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. And so like I totally forgot how much I love all the super old like Disney movies, like Cinderella and like they're so cute. So I've been just watching Disney Plus and like doing nothing for several days. It's been great. (laughs) (laughs) Good deal. So no, no one saw my socks. But have you played potty golf? Oh yeah. Every morning. Awesome. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the best golfer ever. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're going to be on the course. You're like, does anybody have like a, like one of those portable toilet seats by any chance? <laughs> right. You're going to make this putt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two putting is for chumps at this point. Right. 
two-putt chump. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, Brian, what is our topic for today? The first, oh, by the time you're listening to this, it will be the first day of the year 2020. So crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions for a sexier 2020. Yes, and I have consulted once again <laughs> several internet articles, uh, sites, different stuff, and just dissected all the really good stuff. Yeah. So I think yeah. from here on out, because Beth does write a lot for the podcast. So Beth is the co-host and writer <gasps> of Frank and Beans. To and where you're I'm the producer. The, I'm the co-host and producer. There you go. Yeah. So great. Now our resumes are officially updated. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So yeah, number one, update your resume. No. No. Um, Do you want to get it kicked off, Brian? Yeah, I will. Because I think, uh, yes, yes, I will. Because normally I start and we're being new. It's a new year. Oh, good point. I like it. (laughs) So number one to a sexier 2020 is get tested. Yes. Yes. And we don't uh, mean like arith- read and write in arithmetic, honey. No, 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 no. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't go take a driver's test. Yeah, like, we're not talking about phonics, boo-boo. Yeah, we're talking about STDs. And uh, yeah, it can be scary, uh, but a new year can be a great time to recalibrate. And you want to know what? Hmm. I will tell you that I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday morning. At 8 o'clock on the 2nd, and that is one of the things I plan on accomplishing while I am there. Nice. So, Um, take a cue out of my playbook. Yeah, I I, I belong to the VA, so they they test me all the time. Really? All the time, yeah. Well, I mean, this just happened to be, like, I, I have to go to the doctor, like, once every six months for my, all of my, uh, different assorted... (laughs) <laughs> ailments that I suffer from and need medication for. So um, so once every six months I go, but I don't always get tested, but I think I will definitely this time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I, I guess I could see where it would be scary. Like, mm, do you, really you don't want to find out, but you know what? A new year is a great time to just be like, look, I'm changing my life around get the scary part over and then go from there, go one further. Once you mm. have the results resolve to like do better at having safe sex, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. And it won't be scary when you go, you'll know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you know who to blame it on when you get herpes. Like, right. You right. know, when, <laughs> you know who was, who was good before this. And then if you get herpes, right. you know who to blame. Yeah. And also generally I don't go between partners without like, getting tested anyway yeah. so that's a good point for any time of the year honestly yeah just don't go between partners without you know <laughs> shouldn't they have like an at-home test by now mm, you would think so i saw they had an at-home weed test at the dollar store the other day okay <laughs> <laughs> if they have an at-home weed test they better have at-home std tests you know what let's bankroll this and make millions of dollars uh, yeah for sure. Also, I was listening to The Dollop today, which is a great <laughs> podcast. If you listen to it. Oh, um, but it was one on syphilis and like. Okay. <laughs> so it's like history. Oh, yeah. You listened to one that I made you listen to about another episode, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's so fucking funny. So weird. Like, I thought about that. Like, I don't know. We can talk about it a little bit, but I okay, don't want to yeah. like bash anybody for their beliefs or anything like that but at the, the same time yeah. these people are fucking weird okay so the one that i had brian listen <laughs> to or we're gonna just i mean one thing we won't change and resolve to do is to not digress we're gonna digress okay this is our every show. time <laughs> we do that's how we, we get <laughs> that's how we get an hour episode that's <laughs> but before we realize this is gonna be a new year's episode we were gonna talk about like 
crazy religious like sex beliefs mm-hmm. and like i found like a couple of pretty good articles that had crazy stuff but like i listened to this episode of the dollop about purity balls and it's like <laughs> these crazy which already sounds hilarious right but like also listen to this episode because it is so fucking funny i was literally crying tears of laughter it's like they are hilarious but the- they're so funny <laughs> The, the the topic or the, the purity balls themselves yeah are so creepy fucking, so creepy so for those of you who don't know a parody or I'm sorry a purity ball is when a father takes his daughter to a ball and basically like vows to protect her virginity yes and she vows to like stay a virgin until she's married. But, like, the way they dissected on the show is just, like, it's, like, it sounds like a, of an innocent enough concept, but when you get into, like, the nitty-gritty details of it, it's, right. like, it's so fucking creepy and, like, incestuous. And, like, the dad is the boyfriend and Jesus is their lover and it's just so fucking uh, weird. <laughs> but they did say that, like, one in six women... Have, has gone to one have been yeah basically forced into a purity bowl right so i'm curious if we have any listeners who have been to one <gasps> if you've been to a purity ball get at us yeah at- email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com that's yeah because- F, the letters f n b frank november bravo podcast at gmail.com yeah because i mean my experience of a purity ball is from the podcast that i listened to and it was very negative i've heard of them before and like i'm certain i want to i feel like i want to i know they'll never listen to the show but i have a family member that is a boy that i know was forced into one of these Mm. which would lead me to believe that his sister was as well yeah so i mean like maybe maybe it's not as bad as what we think it is you know, but yeah. it sounds pretty terrible. But if you can it kind of set awful. the record straight for us, like, is it I that mean, awful? Obviously, a comedy podcast like made it really <laughs> like they just dove into like the creepy stuff. But fair, and that's why I don't. That's why I didn't want to like bash on it or anything. But, right, right. Just in um, case anyone's been to one. If hey, you know what? Just let us know. We would love to talk about it. And yeah. we are going to do an episode about like religious, you know, sexual beliefs and stuff like that. So. Um, but where I was going with that is that I was listening to the dollop on syphilis and oh my God, like they were talking about how like, first of all, it goes way back to like the 1400s where like Columbus, you know, came to the Americas or whatever. And like, obviously like they brought like a whole bunch of like disease and stuff with them. Mm -hmm. But what they brought back to Europe was syphilis. (laughs) No kidding. And there's just like the whole episode is so hilarious because it's about how like everyone in Europe, obviously it wasn't called syphilis yet. So because Columbus was Spanish, like the French called it the Spanish disease and then the Spanish <laughs> called it the French disease and then like the Polish called it the Russian disease and then the Chinese called it and then Japanese called it Chinese pox. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like before it was treatable and medicated, like dude... It would ruin your life. <laughs> like, mm. your fucking genitals would just fall off. Your n- noses and lips would just fall off and shit. Oh, my God. It was fucking terrifying. So yeah. definitely check out those two episodes of the Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they make it so funny. Okay. Oh, I mean, goodness. literally, they make me cry laughing. They're so good. But anyway. Right. So to bring it for a full circle, number get one tested. was get tested. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, number two is break out of your routine. And remember, this is resolutions for a sexier 2020. So we're talking about your sexual routine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if you're in a relationship, we all know that sometimes like you and your partner get in sync in terms of what works for you. So like you'll do the same, like, oh, we do this and then we do this and then we come. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So try new positions, try new places to have sex. Or if you're into it, try new people. Or if you're single, try new people. Like, you know, we can all get in relationship reps, relationship. Oh, the cuffing thing. Do you want to talk about the cuffing thing, Bri? 
Uh, let's finish number two. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Like people uh, this time of year, apparently it's called cuffing season where people will get into a relationship just because they want to be like in a relationship this time of year. But yeah. like, don't get stuck in that. Like try new people. Like, you know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, breaking out of your routine could just be as simple as like, like wearing a sexy nighty to bed, you know, mm-hmm. like. You can, if you are a family person, you can kind of get in that routine of like, oh, it just feels good to wear whatever's comfortable to bed or, you know, just like try to remember that like there are little things that you can do to just kind of like remind your partner of your sexuality or even just make yourself feel sexy. Sometimes I love to wear a sexy nighty to bed because it makes me feel sexy and I just sleep alone with the dog. Yeah, there you it's, go. <laughs> the dog's not into it. Don't worry. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know visiting a sex shop with your partner could be something new it could just you know like I, we were talked about in the last episode little things that you can find there can just make things fun and different you know oh yeah yeah i mean it can make a world of difference yeah i mean literally anything you can do to change things up from the same old boring sexual routine will be this is the perfect time to try it you know yeah. like so yeah <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Number three is um, resolve to speak up about what is working for you and what's not in bed. Girl, yes. Yeah. And it, it, not only just bed, but like what's working for you and what's not working for you like. In the relationship. Yeah. Or, you know, when you go out to dinner. Um, do you really want to go to this uh, sushi restaurant again? You know? Yeah. I mean, remember, this is for a sexier 2020, but... <laughs> yeah, sushi's kind of sexy, though. Sushi is um, sexy, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if something's not working for you, but here's the other point. Right, like your watermelon this. shirt. Just don't wear your watermelon shirt out to sushi. <laughs> Fuck. We need a watermelon shirt as merch, but... Uh, <laughs> if you think we're not getting watermelon shirts as merch, you're dead-ass wrong, Okay. Oh, I know that they print them. I found them at the store and I showed it to you. <laughs> yeah. And we just get a Frank and Beans logo yeah. ironed on to it. Right. <laughs> um, but no. So the other point is like maybe something that works for your partner doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, yeah, re- resolve to speak up, but also be resolved to take a bullet. How do you feel about that? Or, like, resolve to... Like, what do you mean by take a bullet? Well, I mean, like, uh, let's say that you're into something and your partner is like, oh, man, I really don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, then don't. I mean, again, consent, we we are 100% proponents of consent around here. Sure. So if you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. No, that's fair. But I think what I'm saying is, like... "Mm." Oh, once in a while, let them try it. For example, let's say that um, one partner wants anal. The other partner is like, I really don't know. Oh, then be willing to try it. Yeah, I would say. Be willing to try it. Be open to trying. But if you know for a fact you don't like it because you have tried it, then by all means, no. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. 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 Be open to trying stuff. Because you never know what's going to work for you unless you try it. That's very true. I'm sure there was a point in my life where I thought I didn't like butt stuff. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Right? You're going to touch my what? You're going to you're yeah. going to put your finger in my butthole? No, that's gay. Uh, no, you right. know what? That feels amazing. You know, you're like, "Girl, get after it." Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 4. Resolve to be more affectionate. I love this one. Yeah. Because, you know what, sometimes we just forget, especially me, I'm the worst culprit of this, of, like, being very stone cold and, like, resolving to be more affectionate to people, to hug my friends, kiss the girl you like, just go for it. I was watching, going back to my Disney Plus days, it was, like, Sebastian the crab, just (laughs) kiss the girl, like, just go for it, if you like her, kiss her. And touch your partner daily. You know, like, don't forget that sometimes just, like, a little, like, two-second shoulder rub or a kiss on the cheek or, 
even on the ear, it can be like a really sexy thing that you can do in front mm-hmm. of your kids or whatever. And like, just to remind your partner, just like people need affection. They crave it. It's human touch is so important to survival. Yeah. You know, we've talked about it on the show before, like, you know, like there's been studies where animals like who are starved, like are less healthy, uh, who are starved of affection, like physical affection. Oh, even and children. Then, yeah. And chi- yeah, children and uh, animals. And, you know, then those that had a regular like dose of it, I guess, were reported to be so much healthier and happier. So just don't forget to, you know, go there. Yeah. No, I like it. Make cool. a point of doing that. Yes. Next one is um, get rid of the TV in the bedroom. This is a hard one for me. You know, me too. I, 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 I fall this. asleep to background noise and all I that do other too. stuff. And, you know, just laying in bed with somebody like silently yeah. waiting to fall asleep kind of sucks. <laughs> right. It's kind of awkward. But Beth, wait for this. Studies show TV in the bedroom equals less sex. Oh, shit. Oh, dang it. And we all want more sex in 2020. Uh, duh, this is what this is all about. (laughs) Right, so get rid of that TV. Because if you're like like me, you're going to get into something like, oh, the the fucking Mandalorian. And then, you know, you want to find out what happens to Baby Yoda. You're not just going to like, like, I'm not turned on right now. I don't even want to touch you. I want to find out what happens to Baby Yoda. I have found lately, like, the, the value of hanging out with someone in my house, just listening to music. And not ever starting that turning on the TV moment where yeah. we're like drinking in the uh, like kitchen. Cause my kitchen is very like, it's very hangouty because yeah. there's like a futon. It's like a really nice futon where it's like a sitting area inside the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then there's like two like uh, bar stools. And then right, if like even if you leave the door open, it leads right to like the bar area in the front of my sun porch. So yeah. like I like to just never even get to that point. Like the front half of my house is TV free, mm-hmm. and the back of my house is TVs. The two rooms back there. So mm-hmm. I think like making sure that I just don't, you know, like make like yeah. You with me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was helping somebody cook for their um, their Christmas party or something like that, and um, yeah, had music going, helping them helping that person cook, and it was kind of like, no, it's nice to have that break away from TV. Yeah, yeah, fall asleep to a podcast. Well, I mean, my only concern is when I'm there by myself, which I am most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to be dragging the TV in and out and. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I get what they're saying. So just, like, don't just go home and go straight to the TV. Yeah. I feel like it's a better way, maybe. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Number six is my favorite, honor each other's space. I love this one. Yes. And that means enjoy your own alone time, which we all know that I do very, very much. Sometimes (laughs) probably a little too much. Um. And uh, honor your partner's need for theirs. I like it. Now, you will probably think that this would bring you farther apart. But Mm -hmm. you know what they say is that absence makes the heart grow fonder. And it will actually bring you closer together. When someone has had that time to themselves to restore who they are, they're going to be more confident, which will make them more sexual, which will make them feel... being around your friends is, like, feel good, you know? Like, when I went home for a week and I just, like, hung around the people who, like, know me and love me, like, yeah. so much for so long, like, it totally reboosted my confidence, you know? And, like, yeah. having that time, it definitely, like, that that is so sexy. Like, confidence is sexy, and that's, like, what that time alone does for you. No, I so, agree. despite what you might think, spending time alone is one of the best things that you can do for your sex life. I enjoy my alone time. I need it, honey. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) I really think that, like, the perfect relationship is somebody that I spend Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday with. And those three days that I'm not with them, 
Like, let me recharge. Let me, let me alone. You too know, too much time for me. <laughs> too much time. Yeah, four days. Two is days too much. is good for me. <laughs> two days is good. I like the other five alone. I got shit to do. <laughs> That's fair. This I podcast, mean, this podcast ain't recording itself. Okay. <laughs> that, I got writing. Works. I've got writing backing up. I'm trying to make Patreons over here. We got just like shit to oh, do. Do you, do you want to talk about the Patreon real quick? We won't yet. We'll just that okay. was a, a tentative, non-judgmental lead-in, is what they call it. Gotcha. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to number seven is trust your gut, girl. Yes. <laughs> Trust your gut. Remember uh, you- that this is resolutions to have a sexier 2020. Mm-hmm. Girl, trust that gut. Trust the gut. Uh, if you're still dating, do you trust somebody's vibes? Trust the vibes that they're giving you, too. Like, Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, If you feel like he's just not that into you, honey, he's probably just not that into you. And move on. That's fair. That is if, fair. If you're in but- a relationship... Maybe that somebody's cheating on you. Trust those vibes. Trust right. your gut. Mm-hmm. My gut has never been wrong in 38 years. Never, ever, ever, ever once. Mm-mm. And I am very intuitive with people, and I know that. It's because I do physically feel other people's emotions. But at the same time, I know everyone has that in them. And, you know, trusting your gut is a whole thing for a reason. Like, just, you know, your instincts are there. They're literally part of your survival system that is yeah. like physiologically built into you. Yeah. You're it's not your wrong. brain working with the rest of your body, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, eight. Bring back PDA. I don't know why I'm on just this like happy go lucky <laughs> kick today, but I love this one too. It's like it this kind of goes along with, you know, being more affectionate. But like don't be afraid to just like kiss or hold hands or show your partner or your date, you know, affection in public. Like a PDA is public display of affection for those of you who don't know. Right. I'm sure for you those all of do. you did, <laughs> for those of you that didn't go to high school in the 90s. Right. Or you've been living under a rock. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um this Christmas I watched Elf and National Lampoon's Vacation with someone who had never watched either one of those movies. Stop. How old is this <laughs> And person? they were 30, and they were born on planet Earth, just for the record. <laughs> like, Did they grow up with electricity? Honestly, I had to wonder. I was like, how far does this go? <laughs> right. What else aren't you telling me? Right. Trust your vibes. Trust I your mean, God. <laughs> no, no this is, that has nothing to do with that. But don't be afraid to kiss. Hold hands. No. Holding hands is like the cutest thing. Like, don't be afraid to do that, guys that are listening. Like, it's cute and it's fun and it like builds that, you know, like feeling between you two. Sure. Yeah. Don't be too like, uh, too manly or whatever. Like, it's fucking cute. Just do it. She'll mm-hmm. probably definitely, if like, if you hold her hand, she's probably going to let you do stuff later that she would otherwise not. <laughs> so guys if you want to have a sexier 2020 don't be afraid to kiss and hold hands in public yeah of course not plus you know the the whole like th- that's showing you that you're taking pride in this person and you're, you're you're proud and excited and you want to flaunt this relationship in front of everybody like chicks dig that shit yeah yeah agreed yeah no, no girl or guy wants to just be like they're in the room with you, right? You know, that's so boring, right? All right. I mean, we're the- basically celebrities. <laughs> we're not too cool. <laughs> if we're not too cool to hold hands, no, we're not celebrities at all. That's a joke. <laughs> we, I was just joking. We'll get to that later. But okay. I was, I was joking about Brian being a celebrity about something that happened to him this week. But <laughs> it's we'll pretty get fucking to cool. We'll, we'll get, get to, to it. That. Um, uh, let's see. I can't read your handwriting on this one. Oh, what? Discover a new erogenous. You just can't read that word. <laughs> That's what it is. Discover a new erogenous zone. What does that mean? Erogenous zone? 
This uh-huh. means like try butt stuff. Try something like, you know, a new erogenous zone is like, um, like maybe you're not somebody that traditionally like had their nipples played with or oh, gotcha. try okay. butt stuff or like erogenous zones are all over your body. Kissing on the neck, nibbling mm-hmm. on the ear, um, the insides of your elbows, the undersides of your knee, like okay, the, your feet. Like there's so many different erogenous zones all over your body. It's a very simple, fun, and sexy way to just yeah discover a new erogenous zone. Ooh, is, it, is, is the hip bone one of those? Oh, everywhere is an erogenous zone, basically. Gotcha. If you, it's like the sex toy, which we're like, everything can be a sex toy if you have enough imagination. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway. Good point. Okay, number 10. I am so glad I got this one because my sisters, stop apologizing for slash shaming yourself for the body parts you don't like. I will say it again. Stop apologizing for and shaming yourself for the body parts you don't like. If you want to have a sexier 2020, this distraction is going to make sex suffer. I Remember, agree. and this is just my own words. This is like none of this. I'm like proud of this because none of this came from an article. Remember that sex is about feeling good, not looking good. And this that- is something I've so had to like force myself to understand and remember as of recently. Yeah. And, and, you know, to kind of piggyback on that, it's confidence and sexy. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, there's been women I've been with that, you know, are larger, bigger girls. Yeah. But they fucking, they've got so much confidence that it's not about the body parts. It's not about the size or any of that. Hell yeah. Look at Lizzo. Come on. (laughs) See? She's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's all about confidence. It's all about the way you project yourself. Just because you're a big girl doesn't mean you're not sexy. Hell yeah. Right. You've got so much that other girls don't have that they wish they had. And everyone is self-conscious. You know, even little 85-pound, 90-pound girls, they're self-conscious as you are. They don't Mm -hmm. have titties and ass and, like, they, you know... You probably think, oh, I wish I looked like that. You would be surprised how many times they have said the same thing about your luscious, gorgeous boobies. Yeah. (laughs) So, honey, quit shaming yourself. Love your body. And remember that sex is about feeling good and not about what you look like. I love it. Me too. Okay. I keep Next trying to I'm keep trying. I don't mean to keep pausing, but mm-hmm. I bought this like vape pen, which because apparently I'm trying to have no sex in 2020. But <laughs> <laughs> but like I bought it and I just don't. I don't understand how it works. I'm trying to get it to puff and it's not. Bummer. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Hopefully. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. I'm glad I got this one. Number 11, be on the lookout for opportunities to have sex. Boom. Yes. Yeah. I I feel like if anything's going to make 2020 sexy for you, it's going to be looking for opportunities to have sex. Thank you. Whether that (laughs) be in the car. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether that be, I mean, in the Burger King bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. But, like, you know, if you're a mom and dad and you, like, are trying to, like, man, we just, like, haven't had time lately. Girl, Saturday morning cartoons were made for a reason. Right. Throw them kids in front of that TV for 20 minutes and Mm -hmm. go lock the door in your bedroom and just get busy with it. That's it. They won't even know. Also with this, if you're single, um, don't be afraid to have sex with random people. I mean, I know that sounds weird. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah, be safe, have consent, but at the same time, like, have fun with it. Right. There, Don't feel like you're a slut if you, like, want to no. have go home with a guy that you went on a Tinder date with and never talk to him again. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It's your <clears throat> own body. It's your own life. And you know what? 
you get hit by a bus tomorrow and you wouldn't have had none of that good sex. So Right. Nobody di- nobody on their deathbed has been like, Man, I wish I wouldn't have had so much sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Brian, that is the best point we've ever made on this show. Ever. Damn it. I really wish Literally. I would Yeah. I really wish I wouldn't have banged that <sighs> random broad at, at, I wish at the I bar that night. I wish I would have fucked less. No one in the <laughs> no history one. of human time. Have all the sex in the world and feel no shame about it. And if you enjoy it, it's consensual. Um, it's one of the good parts in life, you know? Absolutely. Like, there's so much shit to be stressed out about, to fucking be angry about in this world. Like, enjoy sex. It is free. It's the only thing that isn't ever going to financially stress you out. Like, well. you know, <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Unless you get somebody pregnant. Well, yeah. Okay. So okay. safe sex. Having yes. good safe sex is like free it's Mm -hmm. fun no matter what even if you don't come at the end of it it's still a good time along the way so right like celebrate it be on the lookout for those opportunities you know and 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 i i mean embrace the one night stand and that's what i'm saying like even if you had a shitty time on that date (laughs) truthfully truthfully even if you had a shitty date like and, like, dude was hot or whatever, and you go home and you bone him, and you're like, well, he, he had the personality of a wet mop, but, man, I will, think about, I will think about his <laughs> naked body for many years to come. You know, like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Do Have it, girl. all the sex you can. I, you know, God if you're damn being it, safe. Brian. That was so profound. I can't get over it. <laughs> we, we... We're, we're philosophers at this point, so like, <laughs> Beth is the co-host, writer, slash philosopher. I mean, that was your philosophy. That was well, all yeah. you. We can add philosophy to uh, philosopher yeah. to my, my yes. resume. That's fine. Yeah. I guess motivational speaker with the body shaming stuff. I mean, we're just like... We're hitting we're it. a Jack and Jill, a Beth and Brian of all trades. I mean, really. Yeah, I, I mean, we're, <laughs> so. we're trying to make sure that everybody's got the best 2020 possible. We were talking about this earlier, how like even number years are the best. Oh, they are. Odd number years are so petrifying for me. Oh, they're rough. They Every are so time. Rough. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it like literally like my, even my family has this like whole um, superstition about it. Like my sister okay. and I. Because my mom died 10 years ago, and that mm-hmm. was in 2009. And, like, I remember that year, my sister was like, everything bad happens in odd number years. And then we started looking back, and we're like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck odd number years. And, like, yeah. literally almost every year since, it's been that same way. What year were you born? I mean, you don't have to say. Was it even or odd? <gasps> it's odd. Oh, is it? 81. Yeah, mine's mine's even. Even 82. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, maybe yeah. I am a curse on this earth, but that's fine. <laughs> Fair. I sucked all the good energy out of the odd number of years. What can I say? I it's all your it. fault. I can't. But no. Yeah, we're we're doing what we can to make make sure that all the Franks and Beanies have the best twenty twenty ever. Truly, truly. I mean, we, this should set you up for a sex cess. Whoa! Did I just make up a word? Fuck. Put it put it in the Franktionary success. <laughs> I'm glad that we're recording this. Jesus Christ. Brian, if you lose this episode, I swear to God, I'll kill myself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Never. All right. Um, okay. Number 12. And I love this one, too. It piggybacks off the last one that I did. But be kind to your body. And the reason I like saying this this way is because this means several things. Yes, obviously, we all want to... You know, oh, I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to start eating more healthy. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Okay. Blanket it under the resolution of, and this is key to having better sex and to having a sexier life, is be kind to your body. A, stop bashing it. Stop bashing your body. B, Give it the rest it needs. Okay. I that. Yeah. I have gone to see um, more than one personal trainer slash coach person who have said over and over again that 
all of the rest of it, the diet, the exercise means nothing if you're not giving your body the proper rest that it needs. So make sure that you're giving your body enough rest every night. Nourish it properly. Again, this isn't go on a diet. This is nourish it properly. You know, do you tend to, you know, eat on the go a lot? I literally have like a giant uh, canister of gummy vitamins at my desk because I know that there's a solid chance I'm going to eat like shit that day. But I take those vitamins every morning because, A, they're fucking delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And second of all, I always know that no matter what, my body has all of the vitamins and minerals it needs for the day. Yeah. And that helps me to feel good. And exercise, yes. Exercise is important, but also it's important to do it in a way that makes you happy. That can be sex. Ooh, surprise. Guess what? Good news. Sex is exercise. Yeah. Sex exercise. <laughs> Whoa, should we teach a class in sex exercise? It's like jazz exercise. I like it. Okay. We're going to yeah. We're going to put a pin in that. <laughs> I'm here it. for it. But also, you know, they were saying like just being more limber, you know, like stretch out. Sure. Um, go for walks, like, cause your mental health has a lot to do with your physical health too. So exercising isn't like, oh, go be skinny. Exercising is like doing your Kegel exercises, you know, it, that sure. could mean like, just, I mean, you're going to feel better about your body naturally if you exercise. I know that I have been to the gym four days in a row, so I don't want to <laughs> brag, but <laughs> really killing it over here. Um. But I know that I literally, as much as, like, I hate the, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, the minute I'm done, I feel so much better. And I feel better about my body, and I feel more confident, which leads to more sex. All good points. And, you know, for guys out there, like, all of these things are so important to your um, erectile health. Yes, that is such a good point. Yeah. I mean, even just, like, going for a walk and clearing your mind and just... You, you know, everybody has that internal dialogue when they go for a walk. They kind of talk to themselves, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you solving problems throughout your, your daily life, like, that does so much for how hard your boner is going to get. Like, yeah. all of these things are good things for your erectile health. For sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I 100% choked on my drink there. <laughs> I thought I heard something. but <laughs> Yeah, I was like, woo. All right, what's next? Next is focus on foreplay. Mm -hmm. Uh, It says that uh, foreplay allows time for your brain to transition from stress of the day to sexy time. That's where we all want to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to go get a tissue, and then I realized I was going to be away from the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no worries. I'm so stupid. <laughs> no worries. It says uh, most women need it to orgasm. Mm-hmm. I heard a statistic the other day that was like um, vaginal or pen- <coughs> va- vaginal penetration. Like only 27 percent of women can achieve an orgasm through penetration. Right, and even then, I would go as far as to say, like, I mean, I've I've been capable of it, but like. Mm-hmm. It, there are a lot of factors that go into that. Like, I mean, nine times, I would say 99 times out of 100. Like, it's not going to happen that way. Not without any additional stimulation in other areas. Gotcha. And not only yes. that, but you know me, like, I'm a stress master. I'm always worried about work or the show or comedy mm-hmm. or writing or, you know. And so, yeah, like, allowing that time for my brain to transition from thinking yeah. about all of those things. Plus, we're both so ADHD. It's not <laughs> even funny. No fair. Yeah. Like, so, you know, for us, we literally have to, like, I know sometimes I have to physically force myself to focus if I'm going to orgasm. Like. That's a good point. And sometimes I know it's not going to happen because, like, if I didn't take my medication or something, like, <laughs> I'm like it's not going to happen, honey. <laughs> like, no, that's fair. But, you know, um, <clears throat> oh, what was I going to say about that? Um, the, the good thing about foreplay, too, is, like, that is the only time that you just get to be selfish in bed. 
Totally. You know, and 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 it's not being selfish. It's like no. we, we all need that. I mean, it's but, just blowing uh, you beforehand. That's great. That's foreplay. Right. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? But it can absolutely. also be as simple as like sending flirty texts at work. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's foreplay. That's like, I can't play. wait to, like, I can't wait to whatever to you tonight. Yep. Insert insert uh, the blank here. Yeah. Um, also, you know, kissing, massaging, holding hands, um, playing games, anything. Yeah, Cookie. like getting one of those games from Spencer's or whatever. Not Spencer's. Oh, yeah, where you roll the dice. Uh, is it Spencer's gift that has those? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But where you can, like, roll the dice yes. and it says, do this, this, this. Yeah. Yeah. That's Anything. fun. Why not? It's something new and different. Like, why try it one time? And if it's stupid, then who cares? Like, right. I I honestly think that like the best foreplay is cooking dinner with somebody. Yeah, when especially if you have the, a smaller kitchen. You bet. And the there's a lot kitchen, of like, oh, let me get behind you. Oh, excuse oh. me. Oh, mo- come oh, Excuse through. me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I agree. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And what is the worst that can happen? You eat and then. <laughs> And, and then out. you fuck. Yeah. And then you come. And then we come. <laughs> right. Usually I like to come before I eat, but... <laughs> step one, dinner. Step two, sex. Or no, it's... What, what was it? It was step, step two, one. Cooking. Step two, cooking. Step three, profit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a shout out to the... Um, uh, what is it? The Cards Against Humanity. I love that card. Yes. Yeah. Step one, blank. Step two, blank. Step three, profit. Profit. <laughs> there was one like that on Laura and I, oh, when uh, I was there visiting and we recorded that episode that you lost. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> we were playing this what What do you meme game oh, where I like it's Cards game. Against Humanity, except it's like with the memes. And like, oh my God, I had one like that. And it was so fucking good. I was crying. Uh, I love that game. The game is so much fun. I miss when we would play Cards Against Humanity for terrible fucking people. I like, know. That was so much fun. That was a great, like, <gasps> you should make that a Patreon episode. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, we'll get to that. We, we'll get to that. Put yeah. a pin in that, Brian. Pin. Put a pin in it. Okay. So, number 14, carve out time for solo pleasure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is important no matter whether you are solo or you are hitched, because guess what? Even if you are happily cuffed up, <laughs> <laughs> you giving yourself pleasure will help you to figure out what you enjoy with a partner that much more. Yeah. It will also help you from feeling like Let's say that they're, you're in a long-distance relationship or, like, you know, you are going through just one of those ruts. Like, all relationships go through ruts. Like, sure. continuing to give yourself that self-pleasure, like, don't be afraid to do that because it will help you to continue to stay, like, like, sex is literally one of those areas where, like, practice makes perfect, okay? Like, no, you're not the wrong, more, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a physiological, like, fact like the more you orgasm the better and stronger your orgasms are going to be so mm-hmm. the the more often you maintain that like the better your sex is going to be so yeah. if you're in a rut don't be afraid to do that if you're by yourself and you're single girl fucking go to town okay right it helps to de-stress and there is so much scientific proof that you know orgasms and sex are so beneficial to your health that oh, yeah. the like, chemicals that are released in your brain when you when you have an orgasm i mean that's enough to keep you alive like right just it, yeah it's not forget that big about of a the, deal forget about the stress that your brain you know all of the endorphins that are released when you're having sex like mm-hmm. you know there's just so much to it like your blood pressure like there's just a million different things that I mean, stress is so damaging to your body. It's so damaging to your body. So this is, like, such an easy, free way to, like, you know, get rid of some of that. So whether you are by yourself or, you know, with a partner, just carve out time for that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, um, for guys, like... If you might be a premature ejaculator or maybe you don't last as long as you you would like to, 
Holy Buddy, shit. if you rub one out and I, I, I mean, it's going to make you the next time that you come last longer. Yeah. All good things. Like play with yourself. For Explore. Sure. Figure things out. Like it is not, you're not going to go to hell. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't promise that. I'm, I'm I mean, not sure what the purity ball rules on masturbation are, but <laughs> we'll, well look into it before we get that episode. <laughs> the statistics of the purity ball was it's like... Uh, 50% women, of the kids get sexually active anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, and it was like, if somebody has, has participated in a purity ball, they are 10 times more likely to uh, give oral sex, and they are four <gasps> times as likely to have anal, anal sex. Anal sex, yeah. She's yeah, how crazy anyway, is that? Honey. But that's the thing. It's like when you yeah. scare little kids, like, if you do this, you're going to go to hell. And the other okay. thing was, too, is, yeah, like, they were more likely to get pregnant, and they were more yes. likely to get STDs because they didn't learn safe sex. Boom. Yeah. That is, it was that cray. Is, you you notice that like attending so a purity ball before is we not even get to that episode. <laughs> do not put your kids through a fucking purity ball. No no no. <laughs> attending a purity ball is not on how to make your twenty twenty more sexy. Hell like, no. <laughs> no, it is not. You'll notice. Yeah, but also no, Gareth not. Reynolds of the dollop. If you want to get in them DMs, honey, anytime. I feel like we could reach out to them. I don't feel like they're that big. You know what I mean? I mean, and I know just... a lot of people who know of them, but also I have, like, the crushest crush on on Gareth. Like, <laughs> Gareth could get I... it. And they just reformatted? Like, they, you no, know. No, that they... was, like, several hundred episodes ago. Oh, fair. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we You'll could get reach there. out to them and, and maybe, get get, maybe get on a, uh, we'll what see. do you call it, a, a pod swap? Maybe. Anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I like to swap so, pods with Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, I talked about him on the show. Now it's never going to happen. Oh, oh you cursed it. Damn it. All right. Fuck. What's number 15, Bri? Number 15 is resolve never, ever, ever to fake an orgasm. Period. Period. That's it. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Right. I- like if you're done girl just be done okay yeah. just like uh you know what i'm not gonna get there tonight hey it's not gonna happen you, you know wanna, you won't yeah you want me to jerk you off until you come <laughs> like, or know. You, you, you know yeah i mean that would be that would be he'd be like yeah scenario. i'd appreciate that that's cool or just you know or just be like you know what look i i'm not gonna come i don't want to do this anymore yeah we're you, done do you want me to yeah or like yeah, I'm gonna suck you off and whatever. I, I, I mean, that's that's best case scenario, but like, it doesn't even have to be that. It's just kind of like right, you we can, can just be, be done. done. Yeah, yeah, you can literally just be done. Like, it's cool like that. You know, I'm gonna I add agree. number sixteen, Brian. I'm gonna add you. number sixteen to this article. <gasps> All right, and shit. It's, and it's gonna be you, you know to this article, sex- Brian. This is not an article. This is my personal research. <laughs> well, this is your article. Did you forget I wrote this. This is your article. All right. You are, you are the co-host, writer, and philosopher, Frank That's, Baines. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but number 16, have sex for you. Don't have sex for somebody else. Like, right. Yeah, you wouldn't be there if it wasn't fun for you. I always right. tell people like at my job, like I wouldn't do this for free. Hell no, I would never do my no. job for free. No, I'm not doing what I'm doing for free. I'm not going to have. They sex hardly if it's pay not me be enough, enjoyable. and they pay me a lot of money. <laughs> right? I'm making the most money I've ever made. Yeah, me too. And um, I'm you couldn't you couldn't pay me any less to do what I do. But you know what we <laughs> would love to do? What is that? Oh, God, Brian, I'm getting so fucking good these segues it's stupid okay i have goosebumps you want to know what i would love to do brian i would love to quit that job forever Mm -hmm. and exclusively devote my life to giving people positive sex and relationship advice forever and ever and if i was going to do that how do you think that somebody might be able to help us to reach that goal in 2020 i mean that sounds like a dream to me as well and I think what we're going to do is we're going to start a Patreon. <gasps> we are starting a Patreon. Yes. Okay, we're just we're in the um, approval phases right now, but 
I haven't checked my email in a bit, so we could be approved by now. But (laughs) hopefully we will have a Patreon very soon, which for those of you who are unfamiliar, Patreon is a little website where you, uh, you know, podcasts are cheap, but they're not free. So Mm -hmm. you can help donate some money to us for our time and efforts and uh and also to help offset the costs that we do pay to do this show yeah and we want to give you stuff in return yeah and and, you know the patreon too it's like uh if you enjoy the show or you know you've listened to a couple of episodes and maybe we've said some things that kind of resonated with you and and helped you through a bad time or helped you with a bad uh relationship or any of those things. Like, now here's your chance to show your appreciation to us. Right. And to give that back to somebody else. And the other super cool thing about Patreon is that it helps us to keep the show advertisement free. Yeah. So if you are enjoying this show and you don't want to hear advertisements in it, and you would love to continue to hear advertisement free Excellent entertainment. Yeah. I bet you thought I wasn't going to break into song, but I did this episode. Take a drink. Take a drink, everyone. Ooh, I just thought of a new level. Awesome. Are you ready for this? Beth will make up a song for you. No, no I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> but, but what if you, what if you uh, donate a certain amount and you get to add a rule to the drinking game? I love that. Okay. So let's break it down real quick. Okay. The Patreon, yes, it will be awesome if you donate as little as five bucks. That uh, Mm -hmm. we have decided that we're going to make levels of sponsorship for you, the audience. If you donate five bucks, that is buying us a beer. We will crack it in your honor and we will mention you on the show personally. How many beers have we cracked and we were like, that's a sponsorship opportunity. Hello, you could be the sponsor audience. You so can by the help way, keep wh- this show advertisement free. Damn the man. Yeah. You don't want to hear yeah. no shit about McDonald's or fucking somebody's Progressive bullshit. insurance. <laughs> right? Yeah. Patreon. By the way, while, while we're at it, you ready? Yes. All right. Look at that. That, that beer crack. Goes out to Amber McManus. <laughs> Brian, do you want to tell the audience why that beer goes out to Amber McManus today? So I was at the bar the other day. And <laughs> last night. <laughs> last night. Um, and I was just feeling stupid. And, you know, there's really nothing going on. Um, it was an open mic night, but not in an open mic night that you would think. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's like a music open oh, mic the, night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. And for me, that's not fun. Like, no, I like music. I, I like music, but like, music does not make my make my anything do anything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> music is cool, but honestly, it, like, yeah, I'm not... it doesn't make my Mad Lib like blank to blank. <laughs> <laughs> right, fill in the blanks. It it works. It doesn't make my um, noun verb. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, even on my way to work, like I listen to podcasts on long trips. I listen to podcasts. Like for some reason, the spoken word and learning is, I'm such a nerd, but it's so much important to me than, oh yeah, uh, than listening to music. Anyway. No, I hear you. Like music, I've heard the same shit over and over and over again. Like I, Fair. I like what well, I like and that's it. But with, I'm podcasts, still listening yeah. to like the, I'm still listening to the shitty punk and ska bands that I listened to when I was 19. Right. Nothing, nothing cool has come out, has came out since. So. And it's like yeah. this, it's the same reason we like sports is because it's like always something different. Yeah. Absolutely. So I was at the bar the other day, open mic night. I figured, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of a beer. Uh, and I'm going to ask people to buy me a beer <laughs> and to send me money via Facebook Messenger. And the response was overwhelming. <laughs> I made 30 fucking dollars. Like, it was very impressive. It was. I was impressed. You know, I, I expected like one or two to come through and be like, yeah, have a beer. But um, yeah, that kind of inspired the, the Frankenbeans. Buy us a beer. And we'll toast to you. We'll crack um, it in your honor, boo-boo. You bet. Uh, we, we've you been packing beers, and, and we're always right. like, ooh, that's a sponsorship opportunity. No, right. No, no. I wonder how many... We'll have to count that up one day. 
Um, but anyway, we'll give, we'll have other levels of sponsorship too. Um, you know, like we'll, we'll put some like swag bags together, stickers, koozies, a t-shirt will be a little more. We'll think of other fun things that we can do for you, for your very much appreciated donations. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Patreon is, uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Mm-hmm. And we should hopefully be very soon registered at Patreon at Frank and Beans, just the words, F-R-A-N-K-A-N-D-B-E-A-N-S. Very soon. Yeah. So, also don't forget to email us your show ideas at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. And rate us on iTunes or Facebook and leave us a review while you're there. Absolutely. All Make right. us rich. Yeah. <laughs> Help us quit our jobs that we hate. <laughs> right. Uh, the amount of oh, sorry, the amount ahead. of stress is not worth the amount of money. Like no. I'm slowly realizing that. Yeah. I would gladly go back to like bartending eighteen hours a week. You're preaching to the dog on choir over here. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, let's uh, let's give a quick shout out to a mm-hmm. couple of podcasts that I've been listening to besides the dollop. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Resalt Mysteries podcast is so fucking adorable. Like, so it's these three girls, and they uh, have the show where they uh, they literally just they go over old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries, one mm-hmm. of the greatest shows of all time, and they're so hilarious, and they just like dissect it and talk about it, and it's so fun. So if you were a lover of that show, definitely listen to it. Uh, Also, Crime Junkie, I am motherfucking hooked, okay? Crime Junkie is so good. It's a true crime podcast. And um, also, Taylor Hearn is super swept away by it as well. She loves the show as much as I do. And we are official Crime Junkies. And (laughs) Dutch, I submitted Dutch for the Puppet of the Month. Oh, Puppets on their show are puppets are puppy dogs. Oh, like that's that so cute. man's best friend. It's such a good show, and the hosts are so cute. Ashley and Britt, such a crime junkie for life. So definitely listen to that show. Right on. Yeah. So hopefully Dutch will be puppet of the month anytime now. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll have to follow them because. I really do like um, true crime podcasts, but the ones that I've kind of... Oh, Crime Junkie is the best. They're so good. The ones that I've I've listened to for the last two years and the ones that like really got me into podcasts and inspired me to do my own podcast, yeah. they're kind of like, mm, they're kind like of shit out. now. Yeah. However, I learned something totally crazy. So I'm new to Kansas City. Um but last podcast on the left did an episode on Bob Berdella or Robert Berdella. <clears throat> so he was a uh, Kansas City uh, murderer. Um, he operated in the 80s, blah, 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 blah. That's not important. What's important is <clears throat> he sold, um, he, he had a um, like flea market booth at the Westport Flea Market, which I, my property shares a parking lot with okay i'm at westport uh flea market three times a, a week eating lunch Shit. Got the, oh they got the best burger and it's right there okay. but it was his uh booth name was bob's bizarre bazaar and he actually like sold human skulls i don't think of his what? victims yeah i don't think of his victims but like he sold human skulls there and i was talking to the bartender yesterday and he was like yeah, so he turned Bob Berdella turned his victims into chili, which might have been sold at the Stop. Westport Market. Stop! No. So it's no. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool to be like new to a city and right next door. It's not a flea market anymore, but it's and still also, called Westport Flea Market. Don't ever fucking eat chili at a flea market. <laughs> No doubt. Oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. But, like, similarly, Crime Junkie, like, the third or fourth episode is about mm-hmm. a guy named Robert Fisher. Uh, do you know 
who I originally heard the Robert Fisher story from, who used to work with him at the Mayo Clinic in Scottsdale, Arizona. I know the answer to this question. Henry and Jane Fronzak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is a true story. Okay, what? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... I also put that in my Prophet of the Month. I was like, uh, also Dutch's grandfather, for the record, <laughs> used to work with episode number three's Robert Fisher. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is why he should be the Prophet of the Month. It's funny that we're such big fans of like true crime, but we do a sex and relationship podcast. Well, because you know what? All the good ones are taken and we are going to leave it to those experts. That's fair. That is fair. I don't know of any other sex and relationship podcast. Do you? No, I can't think of any. I know for a short time, Marcus Parks of Last Podcast on the Left did a podcast called Sex and Other Human Activities. Really? Which he did it with Zachy. uh, Oh, didn't Jackie Zabrowski follow us on Twitter? She did. You bet she did. That's That's our claim to fame. Yeah. Well, that and what was it? Wasn't there like a, a food company that was following us on Twitter for a while? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, then, it was, it was the we, Food we Network. It was, oh, it was the Food Network. It and was we thought the we were so network. cool. And then we realized it was because we're Frank and Beans. And we're like, oh, they probably think we're a food podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, but the- <laughs> so stupid. The Food Network follows our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. Go to our Twitter food network. Definitely follow us. Now, will there be any content? Absolutely not, because we're terrible. But no, if you do I, I want to be, our, if you do want to be our social media intern, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, Brian. Well, I think that about does it. So uh, take care, you little Franks and Weenies. Take care, you little Franks and Weenies.